0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Well, good morning and oh my gosh, we're back. And I'm getting ready to introduce you to someone special, but I want to thank you. Rocking with Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We are at our 600 plus episode. We are going into our third season, and I could not have done that without all of you who faithfully support your girl. Okay. Now I'm getting ready to introduce you to, I promise you, he's a musical wonder. Um, I promise you, I heard him and I was like, there is something different mm-hmm. about his sound, and this is. Tori Delaney so y'all give him a big shout out and if you're just coming in I need you to share this video I need you to drop where you're coming in from and give my guy Tori a welcome thank you for coming
1: thank you so much
0: for having me I'm excited I met your wife first so I know you come from good stock (laughs) I know she approved and that was was really big I appreciate you being here um, on the show Uh, Coffee and Conversations is just where faith and purpose meet And one of the things that I love to be able to demonstrate is all of the good things that we have going on um, in the world, especially that has to do with the kingdom. And so I got to start you out with the question that I ask absolutely everybody. I'm ready. Who is Tori Delaney?
1: Man, Tori Delaney is a bag of a lot of things. Which is? Um, I'm a a, a husband. Good. I'm a devout husband. I am a father. How many? I have two girls, okay. I have sixteen and eleven. Trinity, sixteen, and Tia, eleven. Okay. I am. Um, I'm a worshiper. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't put them in any order. I'm all of those at all at all the same time. Good. Um, I am a a a, a product of redemption mm-hmm. of God's redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about you know who I am, you know, years ago I probably couldn't define who I, who I was. That's I probably good. couldn't exactly who I was. I was kind of defined as a singer at one point, you know, and I transitioned. I made turn singing into real worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, God gifted me, you know, and so I've been singing all my life, you know, but the Bible says that gifts are given without repentance. Without repentance. And so uh, for a long time, I was um, just singing. Just
0: singing. We're going to talk about, there's some key things okay. in your bio that le- leaps out at me but okay. so one of the first questions I want to ask you, you said something. You said, I'm a worshiper, right? right? right. And we know that they that worship him, what? Worship him in the spirit, spirit and, truth. and truth. But what does that mean for you? Because I think we've lost, for me, right. what worship really means, right? And sometimes we'll say worship and people think, oh, that's playing a slow song. That's right. Right? That's right. But that doesn't define worship. So what is, what does that mean, that I'm a worshiper?
1: Well, when I take the word worship, if you really break it down, you know, tells God what he's worth to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many different vehicles that we drive in order to, you know, to get to the destination of worship. Mm-hmm. You know, worship in giving, worship in obedience, uh, mm-hmm. worship in, in surrender, mm-hmm. and then worship with our gifts, you know. Mm-hmm. So me being, when I say I'm a worshiper, that has nothing to do with the mm-hmm. song. Uh, one of our models uh, that in, in Tour Ministries that we talk about all the time is that we and so music is just a vehicle, but not the destination. So when God created us, he created us to be worshipped. Um, I, I like shoes. Yeah. Well, I would know. I don't like shoes as much as I like hats and caps. Okay. So I'm a cap guy, I'm okay. a bald head guy, so it's the only thing I can really put on my head. You Keep you understand? warm. There you go. Yeah, you know, give so you a little flavor. There you go, give okay. me a little flavor. So, um, you know, and I don't like nobody messing with my caps. Mm. You know all right? Okay. So so, but I don't worship them like that. But I do adore them. Yeah. And so I think as 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 as, as ch- children of of the Most High God, uh, as we define ourselves and as we grow as as uh, as believers, uh, we find out that we should adore God in just about every not just about that, in every facet of our lives. Yeah. You know, uh, giving, uh, living, and everything that we do, uh, He should be you know, worship. Shouldn't shouldn't be a a
0: part of the day. It should be all day. All day long. If you are just tuning in, I am with uh, one of my dopest. He's kicking my season off, uh, Tori Delaney. And he's going to bring you some music a little bit later, so make sure you stay tuned in. And we were just talking about worship and him as a worshiper. And we don't define worship by just music. you said something important worship is obedience Obedience. for me obedience is the highest highest. form of worship if if you won't obey him it doesn't it doesn't matter matter. right so how did you find your musical sound one of the key things that you placed is we rhythm and gospel and when I first heard been good it was actually on the radio station, because right. you know I have my radio show as well. Right. When I heard "Been Good," I was like, "There is something different." Right. Where did you get? Because I know that's a God-given thing. We, yeah. When we come up with those things, it's not us coming up. Tell yeah. me more about this sound, rhythm, and gospel.
1: Well, for years, uh, my, my my production partner Jason Smith is mm-hmm. a really good friend. We met at, at, uh, on the campus at UAPB, University okay. of Arkansas 11 years ago. I'm dating like, like myself, but um, he and I just had a relationship where we really didn't spend a lot of time with each other, but when we connected musically, it was like, wow, man, you know, I would go places, you know, on a scale or whatever, and he'd be right there with me. And so we developed that, we started developing, uh, I had a group back in the day, about 2001, that released a group CD called Ready and Willing. And we did, we did kind of started this path off, he writes and I produce. Mm-hmm. So it's a great marriage, you know, between the two of us. Um, being good. That R and G sound has an urban flair to it. Yes. Um, if we're all, if we're all uh, honest with ourselves, you know, R and B, rhythm and blues, is a part of us. I mean, we're, we're 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 products of that sound. So I grew up listening to the Dave Hollisters, the Jodeeds, the Boys to Men. I can go further than that. The Luther Vandrosses of the world. The, What's your uh, favorite Jodeed song? Gosh, I, I would say "Stay" is one of my favorite. Ones. Okay. Uh of course, uh, Forever My Lady is a classic. Anything mm-hmm. they sing, anything yeah, they, they sing, they going to church you up and, 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 and keep it smooth. So, that sound and that era, you know, I was growing up in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? So, that sound and era influence, along with the John D. Key, who's my ultimate favorite, he's still my favorite sound. Yeah. Uh, James Moore, uh, none other than Marvin Winans, yes. you know, Fred Hammond and Commission. Yes. So, those sounds infused with RB is what will we come with R&G. Yeah, so it's, a, it's, the, it's the R&B genre, the sound, the sonically how it sounds, you know, like a R&B type of groove, but it's a pure gospel message. That's
0: good. You mentioned something, Ben. You said uh, you're a story of redemption. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who you are, where you are, or what you've been through. I think we all, we all have a defined moment, right? Wow in which we find ourselves. Right. What was that defining moment for you? What happened that made wow. you say, now there's a definition to Tori, I'm no longer a singer, I'm a worshiper, I'm a father. I'm the total encompass, my God, of God here on earth in his form that he put in Tory. What was that moment in which which changed you?
1: Excuse me, about four years ago, i say four and a half years ago, I, I kind of stepped away okay. from worship selling cars, you know, I doing pretty well, uh, you know, needs were being met, and I, as I continued to uh, progress in that industry, I uh, I kind of found myself getting further and further away to what God had designed me to do, mm-hmm. you know, and I knew that I had a call on my life uh, to to lead worship, and to lead people into the presence of God with my gift. However, so it was tight, like, it wasn't long ago. So 2017, at the end of the year, I ran into a former college classmate, and I was like, man, yeah, I'm married, i married, man, at that time, 18 years, and I was like, wow, man, uh, I was scrolling through my phone, and I couldn't find any pictures of my family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I had so many pictures of cars, mm-hmm. trucks, SUVs, you name it, you know, broke down cars. Yeah. I, I had all type of sales and stuff, and so when I finally got to my family, when he walked away, I was like, wow, whose phone is this? Yeah. You know, so... Um, at that moment is when I started to say, hey, God, I really need to get back. So that was the end of 2017. And so in 18, I, I saw a path to, to get out of the carpet. The carpet is just really consuming. Yeah. And I didn't really know. I didn't really have a direction. I had some opportunities, but I was like, hey, the carpet is just taking like six days out of my week. You know, yeah. I mean, when I get off on Sunday, Sunday was the only day off. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to throw something on the grill chill back, yeah. you know, because i got yeah. to get back yeah, and run it again. And we end. don't even realize it. It's right. so subtle.
0: Right. distractions right. are, it's so subtle.
1: And yeah. so watch this. This is where the defining moment. My brother, everyone that knows my brother, my brother is an international worship leader. Yeah. My brother is a product of obedience. Wow. I was always the singer. Always the singer that he was the athlete. He, came, he, he walked away out of obedience from Major League Baseball and anyone that follows him knows the rest. So out of obedience he never was a a great vocalist, even Mm -hmm. though he's a a great writer and a great worshiper. Uh, But I've always been the one in the family known for vocals. And so um, God used him he pulled him out and I heard an interview that he did and man, I called him he said, yeah my brother was just disobedient.
0: That's what he said in the
1: interview. He said, God woke him up in a dream and said, hey my brother was the one. My brother's a flat foot but he wasn't obedient. And wow. I heard that and I was like, man, let me call this dude. You yeah. said what man? Yeah. And so um, but when it when it when it resonated in my spirit, I said, wow. And then I saw God raising mm-hmm. him up.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, and Come then watch this. The devil tried to play with my mind and the spirit of jealousy. Come even
0: on, tell me. your truth. Be true for this being morning.
1: Honest. Yes, they know that's
0: my whole thing. Come on now.
1: I called him and told him that. You know, wow. we were just having a transparent moment, wow. and he was, you know, and so, so the tables turned. You know, yeah. I, I encouraged him and and tried to show him the way in music as a young man. Yeah. He got the ear and everything like that, but his passion was baseball. Yes. So he went in another direction, but then God used him. To pull me back,
0: I to call them catalyst in. or uh, God will invoke something. God, God always sends a catalyst That's for right. change. So He was your catalyst for change, right? And something scratches you, or something wakes you up, or something pricks you and says, "You know what? Right. You can stay in this place if you choose to." Yeah. But this is not God's very best for you. We
1: had one of those conversations where you got to charge your phone up again. Yes. He and I, he's like, "Man, what's wrong with you?" Yes. You gotta get back on this, you gotta do this, you gotta give you gotta give God your whole heart. You gotta surrender. Now, here my brother is eight years younger than me, telling me to surrender. after, I, after I've always he's always looked up to me. So it was kinda of the roles were flipping. Now he's instructing me. Yeah. Like you need to get back in right fellowship, man. Yeah. You just you're not doing it right. You, yeah. but your problem is is you're relying on your gift and you're not living right. And I said, Wow. Uh-huh. So and they you have to do me the down. two together. Man, they gotta they gotta coexist. They gotta coexist.
0: And I don't think we realize what what the necessity of a surrendered heart, right? right? People ask me a lot about what I do and how do you, I said it's just I'm on my face, right. you know, before him more than anything because he gave me this opportunity, right. this opportunity isn't on me. So let me ask you another question. You mentioned your wife, you mentioned your daughters. As you're back in the scene and back on the scene and realizing how important family is because what happened to you when you were watching your phone was you Realize your value system mm-hmm. is off, right? Because whatever we value, check that was oh, yeah. a very good thing. Look and see what's in your phone, oh, yeah. right? It's gonna tell you what you Most value. Definitely. Look what and that? see in your text messages, it's gonna tell you what, what you value. Most check definitely. your Facebook wall, it's gonna tell you what, what you definitely. value. How um, how are you keeping family first?
1: Well, my family, I, I actually at the end of 18, before we relaunched, 19 has been the relaunch, and I'll tell you now that once you surrender. God did it and he, and you're walking in purpose. It doesn't mm-hmm. take long. He just He'll accelerates you when you yield to Him. Um, I went to my family and I had to apologize. Mm-hmm. I went to my daughters, I went to my my wife and my youngest. And I said, you know, I want to apologize to you all mm-hmm. because I just have not been the kingdom man that God called me to be. Mm-hmm. And so from now on, you know, I'm, I'm I'm taking the measures and the steps to make sure that that I'm upright and mm-hmm. I, that I'm living. The life that i sing about you know what i'm saying so that just became um like i said that was a that was a turning point at the end of last year around august september Mm -hmm. i walked away from the car business you know and it was really a faith walk i had attained my uh my insurance license and started you know selling insurance and um it just was a a crazy i mean these last six seven months i guess since november you know god has just been showing his hand of faithfulness to me um with the new position at Rock Creek that it just was like, you know, I was, it was nothing that I was seeking after, you know, it just kind of happened. Um, and I had another God moment there. Uh, I started there as a worship um, leader for a, a ministry called uh, Celebrate Recovery. Mm-hmm. And Celebrate Recovery basically deals with people who have uh, like illnesses or depression yes. uh, or some chemical Mm -hmm. you know, you you name it, some things that are, you know, most people would be ashamed about.
0: It's an amazing program. If you've had an abortion, if you've had a divorce, Celebrate Recovery helps you get on your path to restoration. Mm -hmm. So I
1: saw these people come together, and I didn't know what Celebrate Recovery, I thought it was just a snazzy name Mm for a ministry. So I I show up, and I go, uh, they know nothing about me, I know nothing about them, and I see these people being so transparent about their issues, and I go, wow. And so at that moment, Uh, God revealed to me he said Tori you know people come to church like this all the time and they're wearing masks they have masks of depression they have masks of uh, disappointment financial pressures stressors things that are just weighing them down and what I need you to do I'm positioning you here to help you know break that down or help soften those masks with your gift of worship with, with with the put inside of you. Yeah. And so I started there and I just worked consistently. I wouldn't miss a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I would was never late, never tardy, you know, yes. God be the glory. And um, and then the opportunity opened up where where um you know a mega church like Rock Creek who really has a great reach um, gave me an opportunity to become the first African American worship leader of
0: their church. That's so dope. It's crazy, right But there. that would not have occurred right well, without their surrender. Without your surrender yeah. without their repentance. Come on. Because it's repentance that resets the thing, right? right. That's, right. That's what kept David. That's why God said David was a man after his own heart. Because right. David, even in his wrongness, was like, look, I'm still your child, right. right? Let me go on and reset this thing so that you can go on and so I can go on and complete my course. So your repentance was your reset. Your reset. apology to your family was your reset and then right. opened up the door. So being at Rock Creek, because I know Rock Creek is diverse and yeah. multicultural, how have you kept your authenticity?
1: Our Rock Creek is a breath of fresh air. Okay. I mean, a fresh air. Okay. It is. Uh, I'm still me. Good. I can still flow and be me. You know. Yeah. Um, a discipline over my music has come into play. There is a structured environment, mm-hmm. but yet I'm not still able to be Tory and, mm-hmm. and worship God freely. Um, there is a component uh, that we're gradually moving into where we can. You know, God is using me as an instructor, you know, to bring people into fellowship mm-hmm. and not the norm. You know, what what the, the norm of, you know, if we you know, some churches bump, they may shout or they may, you know, well Rock Creek is so diverse, you know, you have so many it's so eclectic that, you know, it's just a free place where if you want to throw your hands up, if you want to get up, if you want if you wanna cry or whatever, you're free to do that. Mm-hmm. And God is using me in an area where uh, I always tell folks, well, I'm just putting a little, a little sauce on the chicken, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so, a little seasoning. Yeah, a little, a little seasoning. So, yes. so bringing in a gospel sound. Yes. Uh, uh, just being blunt, a black gospel sound for those of y'all that don't know what black gospel sound is, is. Yeah, this one. Google it. It is a sound. <laughs> yes. And then CCM music, which is Christian contemporary music, music yeah. which is mainly sang by Caucasians. Yes. So being able to bridge the mm-hmm. two. Uh, and still you know glorify God and it's not like a little too much or a little it's just a perfect balance mm-hmm. and so Rock Creek really gives me an opportunity expands my platform uh, and gives me an opportunity to just uh, share my gift and share my heart with people every Sunday.
0: So let's talk about being good. Being good. Because <laughs> being good is on the scene and it good. is taking off, and I'm watching it and I'm paying attention to the charts and I'm paying right. attention to every time you post what was the inspiration
1: for "Being Good"? I mean, like I said, in this last three or four years, you know, I had several songs that I could have chose from. You know, mm-hmm. some that some that were easy to you To jump on this one, "Being Good" is not one that's gonna have folks standing up and falling out in the floor. Yes. "Being Good" is a is a soulful testimony. Just says, that look, when I look back over the years and all of the fumbles and all of the disappointments, He's been consistent. So, so the consistency of God's love and the and to see him, here I am at 44 years old. You know, some people even told me, I even had peers in this market tell me, oh, not, I, I heard y'all yeah. said this, yes. that I was done.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, anyway, point I was like, man, I'm done.
2: You yeah. what I'm saying? And
1: yeah. guess what? God reminded me, he said, Tori, I did not put an expiration date on your anointing.
0: Oh, come on, and on your purpose.
1: I feel better now vocally than I've ever felt because yes. it's, it's, it, it's, it's real. Yeah. It's a real, it's, you know, when you start living the life that you sing about, yes. man, can nobody nobody uh, can turn you around. The, the, the doors are just wide open. Yes. And so being good is just being gaining gaining traction. My management team, we work hard every day, you know what I'm saying? To get to make, make sure that the, the radio uh, stations are serviced, that they have in tune, we stand in their face and just staying consistent and there's so much more music to come um, and we're just riding the wave you know and We're getting the train out the station and, and it's just God is just showing his hand of faithfulness in our life.
0: So getting if I were, was a newbie um, if I was somebody who was trying to break in the market and understand music because it's a beast man it's, it's not just what would you advise consistency pays off, and I see people who fall short of their purpose all the time right. because the passion runs out. Well, right. the only reason the passion runs out is because you don't have motivation. Well, the only reason you don't have motivation is because your motive wasn't established from the beginning, correct? Right. Right. So what is it you would recommend to someone who wants to start in music or who wants to come back from a place in which they had disconnected?
1: First of all, I'll say this. If gospel music is your thing, you ain't doing it for the money. That's the okay. first thing. Come on. I mean, there's only one superstar in gospel music and his name ain't Kirk, right. Come He's on, Jesus. yeah, it's Jesus. So if the first make check your motives. Yeah. You know, it looks good, you know what I'm saying? It looks good to be up in front of people, but the, the there is a, a an attack that is launched on you when you jump out of here and say, hey, I'm doing this for God. I'm doing mm-hmm. it, and I'm standing on the word and it's promised. So the first thing, check your motives. That's good. Number two, learn more about the business side. This is an independently driven market, mm-hmm. you know. I, I live in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and so when people hear the sound, they're from Pine Bluff, you know, um, the, the market is so widespread now that you know everybody's recording. You know, you can get a quality digital recording in your house nowadays. You, can. you know, so you know make sure you know how to market put more put more of your emphasis in marketing than you do in the recording because you're gonna need to push it. You're gonna need to, to, to create relationships. That'd be my point number three. Is that uh, relationships is is what uh, makes this thing work? Mm-hmm. You know, like why well, I'm just sitting here with you today. You know, what I'm saying it's relationships that brought us together. You know, so the more relationships that you can you can attain and you can you can uh, really put together will help you propel to the next level.
0: So you're saying I can't be out here hating, throwing shade, darkening another artist out, no, man. criticizing <laughs> someone else's ministry? Because it's the end of the day; it's it's ministry, right? You can't, um, I can't do, that's not gonna work for me, right? No,
1: you can have your favorites, you can have your picks and chooses, but you know, every, I mean, you're gonna have a bad day every now and then, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I've been through some, some bad recordings. I mean, I put out some music that was, sonically wasn't there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was proud of it, around with my chest out, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, make sure it's the real deal. Make sure that you get, uh, you get it acclaimed, critically acclaimed. Let some people that will tell you no, listen to it before you get out there. You know, and then the whole Hayden thing, You know, I I don't have no haters that I know of. I don't either, I
0: I, tell people
1: that all the time. If I do, I ain't (laughs) never responded to none of them. Yeah. And if I find out you're talking, I'll just bless you
0: and keep on going. But I think when you gravitate, when you gain energy yourself, I think, and you're not hating on anyone, I'm a firm believer you're gonna reap what you sow, right? Right You're gonna put yourself in a position to reap that. If your spirit is to love, and I see you support, and I see you share, and I see you tag, and when I see you do that or that's the reception of what you see and you do, I just think you're gonna get that back. I don't hate I don't have ages because I don't hate on anybody. I want everybody to Man. win. I want everybody to share. I will help
1: you. anyone. Somebody starting out there, independent artists out there that's starting yes. out there, established yes. artists. I mean if I got something that that I can share, yes. I mean iron Charlotte and iron, you know, at the end of the day, I believe it'll come back to me full fold.
0: I definitely too, I agree with that as well. So I if you're just tuning in, this is my guest. Tori Tori, amazing. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so dope, tell me about the people you brought in the studio because we're getting ready to hear them, but I love to do shout out, let me shout out my mama, she always,
1: hey, mama. Right. Like, let me shout out my mama, she is always like that, tell me about the people you brought in the studio. I got I got some vets in here, man, I got uh, my girl Meredith Morton, uh, who's been singing with me about 12, what, 13 years, something like that, Broderick uh, uh, Daniels, who's a very accomplished vocalist, you know, he's, he's a little rise old. He is. Uh, and Crystal Hayes has also been singing me for about 14 awesome. years, so. some veterans, we're just gonna set an atmosphere of worship, okay. you know, and continue. Um, this Friday night, yes. Uh, Todd Delaney and myself, along with some other local artists, will be in concert uh, at Second Baptist at 7 p.m. Okay. There's a comedy show that starts at 5.45, to kind of set the atmosphere, and then right at 7, we'll be right there at Second Baptist John Barrow. And this is Todd's first time in, in Little rock, rock, Arkansas, uh, and our first time sharing the stage. Stage together. So this is going to be awesome. You don't want to miss it. I promise you, you do not want to let rock. We're about to turn up like, you know, uh, like gas prices. We're going up. <laughs> it's going up. So you
0: hear this. So how can they get tickets?
1: You can you can contact me for tickets. Uh, go to my page. Uh, I have a link there on Eventbrite. I don't know. Stanford That's okay. We're
0: going have. We link. got you taken care of. But yeah,
1: there's a link there if you want to order online. You can go to my page, and I'll make sure that you got. And I'm discount. We didn't know last week, so we're trying to push as hard as we can. We want. We want uh, to have a great reception. Todd to have a great reception here in Little Rock Arkansas for mm-hmm. the first
0: time. Good. So you heard that. Go get it. You don't want to miss Tori. You don't want to miss Todd. Uh, my son asked the other night, was he bringing the Tourette's? <laughs> and was that the name of his background group? And we were like, no, I fell out laughing. What made you say that? He was like, I don't know. What, what do you call this background? You Tourette's. Know, so we laughed at him all night long. I, I messaged him and said, my you. son said, are oh, they the Tourette's? Tourette's. <laughs> I this is too Torrey much TV. <laughs> this is, is. Tori Delaney and Tory Delaney Ministries. We're going to let Tori take us out and a sound that I promise is gonna bless your ears. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again in a couple weeks with our next guest. But don't forget, tune in Monday morning, 5 a.m. Your going will be all the way live with her daily devotional. And we're still talking about life by the spirit. So I wanna see you on 5 a.m. in the morning. And that's also on JoyNet. And then catch me a little bit later in the day on Rejoice the Little Rock. Com. Tori's gonna take us out here. I appreciate you. You know what I'm getting ready to say? Go be loved today.
2: your breath. There's nobody like you, Lord. In one voice, everybody say, There's nobody like you, Lord. There's nobody
0: Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again later.
2: Peace. We are.